<laughs> you can't beat the classics. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the show. All right, episode lucky number 13 of You Can't Beat the Classics podcast. George and Mike with me, as usual. George is streaming on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Bison Madness. Jorge and Miguel, what's going on? Nothing. Another day in the life. (laughs) Another movie. Another movie to go over. Uh, I thought yeah. I thought this idea of like picking an Oscar movie was going to be so much fun because it was a movie I'd never seen and mm. it was an Oscar winner. Yeah. So <laughs> so I've always had this like outstanding feeling like every time and I'll, I'll give a couple comparisons but every time I hear oh and that won an Oscar it should be a good movie I'm freaking wrong. I'm just like I don't know. I'm not going to say it's a bad movie, but I'm going to say it's not a very entertaining movie. Mm. I'm very prepared to say it was a bad movie. <laughs> I'm very, we're, very prepared to say it was so, a bad movie. So we're, my we're going down here, before we dive down, way too okay. deep into it, my comparison here is like Life of Pi, right? Life of Pi did very oh, well in awards. Mike, wait, before you do that, oh, hold on. I'll introduce the movie really okay. quick. All right, so we're talking about episode 13. We're talking about uh, Slumdog Millionaire, directed by Danny Boyle. All right, back to you, Mike. All right. So (laughs) I'll compare it to Life of Pi, like I already said. So Life of Pi did really well as far as the words go. But for me, it was such like an artsy movie, and everything had like double entendres, and nothing really meant what it meant. It just wasn't enjoyable for me to watch it was like a two and a half hour struggle fest to get to the end because i was already invested into it and like with this movie it felt like the same way like i was already an hour into it and i was like oh my gosh this movie feels like it's going nowhere but i had to finish it so that's my comparison yeah so i I don't think i have to ask the question of when was the first time because i think this was the first time seeing this movie for each of us yeah Definitely. You know, I, I hadn't seen, I literally have seen nothing from this movie until this point. And like, I thought I knew, like, I thought I knew what happens in this movie. Like I thought it was like, and it it, it is kind of what I thought, but it was just put together a lot differently than I expected. I didn't even know this movie was rated R. Oh, well, I was, I was surprised by having seen the movie like there's you know it's probably just like the violence piece of it i don't know there's literally a murder movie or like the, the guy who disfigures the children <laughs> movie was absolute garbage let's just call it what it was uh, all right <laughs> the movie was terrible yeah it wasn't very good how confused were you for the first 40 minutes of the movie Dude, you know you know what i think the biggest problem of it was the continuity it it was like literally. I'd like to stop you right there because they won eight <laughs> Oscars for being nominated for nine, and one of them was cinematography. All right, I'll and say, direction and direction. Yeah, so I don't get that because 
there were literally parts in the movie, and I'm like, is this older Jamal or is this like a kid Jamal? And this is like some I didn't know adult? which one of those two kids was Jamal for 30 minutes. <laughs> oh, that makes you a racist. <laughs> no, I couldn't. I I know it's true. It's true. And, and no, so there, there was is, there was times where I was like, I had to try to remember which one was Jamal and then which one was Salim. Yeah. Well, yeah. oh, because they don't really. They, they, they don't give you a they, yeah they don't give you a distinguishing well maybe yeah. except their personalities you know Salim is kind of a dick uh while Jamal is like the nicer of the two yeah hey like, Danny Boyle if you're watching this by the way you we didn't win an Oscar you did but fuck that movie <laughs> that movie you that movie you did such good work on other projects like Twenty Eight Days Later and you pumped this out and you won an Oscar yeah. Bro. I think I, he, I think he was a second director though because they, there's a second director. It, uh, the pictures are him holding the fucking Oscar like this. Yay! Yeah, I, I think this is something that he saw as a foreign project and he's put his name on. To be honest, because the Lovaline Tandon is probably the actual director. So we chose this because we wanted to do the Oscar like ambiance of film and see like a a, a movie we hadn't seen. And we yeah. selected it right after the Oscars, right? Right. So we wanted to kind see a movie we hadn't seen that had won an Oscar because that's like the highest award you can get in film this is to win eight. an Oscar. <laughs> this this film won eight Oscars, was nominated for nine. And I'd like to point out that it came out the same year as The Dark Knight, Iron Man, Wanted, Benjamin Button, Frost and Nixon. That's a Ron Howard movie. You know, it's a Chris Nolan movie. Wally's in there. It won eight of nine. What did it Fucking miss on? robbery. What did it miss on? It lost to sound mixing for The Dark Knight. But don't worry, because it won every other fucking sound award. Mm. It won mm. best screenplay. Iron Man and Dark Knight weren't even nominated. Yo, here's, this movie- here's- Here's what I'll say. 78 million gross this, worldwide. Yeah. This, this movie right here is proof that Hollywood is corrupt. There's no reason this movie should have won eight Oscars. This no, was this not, not the best movie. Not eight. Well, here's what I'll say about its Oscar things, all right? So, is this movie Oscar-worthy? Yeah, I could see it. Is this, is this movie Oscar-worthy in 2008? No. That's where I... That's where I like put my foot down a little bit because yeah. George is right because unfortunately you're not going to see and this is to George's point even further you're not going to see a superhero movie win an Oscar ever this is bullshit yeah but Which at is- the same time when you look at it the dark knight as a movie like it revolutionized what like an action movie, I'll just call it an action movie could be, right? The way that they filmed it, the way that they directed it, the writing was unreal. The like action. they had a protagonist, the antagonist, all of it, right? And then the use of the IMAX cameras was like revolutionary mm. for the time. And it changed how movies are created nowadays. And it did so much for the movie industry as yes. a whole. And it didn't win best cinematography. And you're right, they did. They used special IMAX cameras for that movie. That was like the first real blockbuster IMAX movie. And I'll tell you, so in 2008, in 2009, when that Blu-ray came out, 
I was working at Best Buy, uh, and we used that movie to sell TVs because of how amazing it looked compared to everything else that was on the shelves because they took the time and they cared and they used the cameras. Film editing went to Slumdog Millionaire. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I, I, I totally forgot because we've been, you know, we're really getting into it here. But uh, one last thing on, got... on the Oscars, and then we can move on. Okay. Uh, this is it's so corrupt to push this fucking movie. They they used the original sound category, and there were only three people nominated in this category. Two of them were Slumdog Millionaire. So no matter what, no matter what, they were winning an Oscar, and they were gonna ram it down everyone's throats because that's how fucking liberal Hollywood works. They found a decent movie. Decent movie. It, it really, I, I think it's dog water because of how overhyped it is. Like the the overhype is terrible. This is made, not a bad. I don't think this is a bad movie. I was surprised by it. Like that's I, my that's that would be. My I think it was poorly it. done. Surprising. It it could have been better. It was poorly done. I didn't give a fuck about any of these people. I in mean, movies. yeah. So my thing about it is like, is this an accurate depiction of India? Like, like is is it actually like this? You know, so like, there's so many things I don't really know, and 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 it's it's at its heart, it's a foreign film, right? So I don't know. It's just really weird that it's swept up at you know an American awards show, and it's it's technically a foreign film. If this movie came out like the year before, like 2007, I think the Oscar argument could have gone more in their favor. But the fact that this one in 2008 is really, you know, surprise, like really a shocker. Like, yeah. and it kind of, and it kind of shows like the way these the Academy Awards now kind of gravitates towards the Academy yeah. Awards should be voted on by people. Not an organization. Yeah, but it's a private organization, though. Just like the Republican and Democratic Party are private organizations. Yeah, they're privately corrupt out the ass. Chris Nolan's Dark Knight didn't win in in nine categories of acting and directing and sound mixing with Hans Zimmer. Didn't win any of them. Hans, they the won best supporting actor, and see. then they won they won film or sound sound mixing sound mixing. <laughs> no, the, the Dark Knight. Dark Knight should have at least won cinematography, if nothing else. The Dark yeah. Knight step, or d- the Dark Knight, Tropic Thunder, and and Iron Man should have cleaned up. Yeah, comedies have, have a hard up. time with Oscars too, though. And well, and Benjamin Button, Benjamin Button should Benjamin have cleaned Button's up because at the time the graphics were like, whoa, who who does this? But like those those movies should have cleaned up, and I say that from the standpoint of in two thousand eight. I wasn't a huge movie fan, like, going to the movies. I must have saw The Dark Knight 50 times. Like, not even a joke. I I think I went once a week for, like, three months. Like, The Dark Knight was so different. And if you didn't live in that time, you won't understand. Going to IMAX wasn't, like, a big thing back then. Now, like, Strange comes out next week. Everyone's got to see it in IMAX. You know, at the time in 2008, it wasn't a big deal. I I well I had to drive over two hours to get to an IMAX. It, Jordan's yeah. furniture. Yeah. Yeah, well, baby. You, think, <laughs> you see, a lot of these movies, like in the top ten, like grossing films of two thousand eight, are ones that you know I'd say a significant part of the world have seen these movies. Slumdog Millionaire is not in the highest grossing movies of of that year. 
So when that one, then when that won an Oscar and, you know, it, it got as popular as it was, you know, my thought was, wait, what is this? Yeah. You would have thought that. So movies that like you don't hear of, right? Like, what was it? The Green Book? Green Book was a really, really good movie with two really, really high profile actors who decided to not do a big Hollywood budget film. And they did a really good job of acting with a really good screenplay. Right. Yeah. It was a really good movie. So when you see indies win like that, it's like, oh, that should be a good movie. The Oscars pushed Slumdog Millionaire. And I thought, I don't know about you guys. I went into this thinking that we were going to get like, who wants to be a millionaire from start to finish? And then occasionally you'd have flashbacks, right? Yeah. Yeah. I thought, it, I thought it would end with the who wants to be a millionaire, but they start immediately. He's on the show. Yeah, he's yeah. answering questions. And it was, bro, it, it, they started with, like, too, did he win because he knows the stuff? Did he win because he cheated? Did he win by oh. dumb luck? And it's yeah. like, okay, so you're setting the premise for, like, kind of a suspense thriller. And it really was like a, a like a Sarah life. McLaughlin, like, fucking dead puppy movie. <laughs> Dude, the best scene in this movie by far is when his brother locks him in the shit house and he has to dump down through it and then he's just running through a crowd of people. Oh, that shit. was that was gross. That's the best scene <laughs> in this whole movie. I've been waiting Bar to talk none. about that because I I thought like like as a kid like if if Derek Jeter walked down my neighborhood but I was stuck in the shit house would I crawl through the porta potty to go like go say hi to him? <laughs> And then would Derek Jeter shake my or he didn't shake his hand? He, he, sign, a sign, sign up, sign an autograph. That's like low key brilliant or low key deceptive. <laughs> well, and then and then he gets the autograph, but his brother sells it for him while he's taking a shower to get the shit off of him for like yeah. fifty cents. Yeah, I don't even know because me and Whitney <clears throat> were very curious. Do you know? Do you know how oh, many rupees it is? I know where you're going. Sixty. So. Yeah, $260,000 was the grand prize, the 20 million rupees. Yeah. It, but, like, do you know how much rupees it is to get a million US dollars? That I didn't look at. 37,765,000 something, something in that range. Jesus. <laughs> so he didn't even become a millionaire, really. Well, he's a millionaire. He's 20 million, just, whatever. But, like, just not, just don't come not, to America. Yeah, <laughs> you could you could afford like a pretty decent house in the middle. You can of get nowhere. like you, you could get like a condo here, like that's like, not even a, not even a plenty. Like I mean, I mean, like that's that's the state of India, whatever. Like I, yeah. Back to my original comparison, though, I compared it to Life of Pi. You know how many Oscars Life of Pi won in two thousand thirteen? Yeah, was it nine? Four. <laughs> Four. Oh, okay. And it's, and none of it, so it was visual effects, which the visual effects in that one were just trippy. Cinematography, directing, uh, achievement, and, direct, and musical written for motion pictures, music written for motion pictures. So it's like, I don't know. It, it's just like the artsy movies, I feel like they get shoved way up to the top, even though they're not like the most <coughs> popular movies. Like, I don't know. I just have a hard time with with Oscar winners because I feel like it's such a biased, such a biased yeah. you know, scale huh. on how to how to grade things. I'll never watch an Oscars again. Never. Never. 
Didn't did Life of Pi come out the same year that uh, Avatar? Avatar was yeah, two thousand nine. So, Life of Pi is a twenty twelve movie that was in the Oscars for twenty thirteen. Well, anyway, right, I'm gonna throw on because we have to. Uh, we're gonna throw on the trailer for Slumdog uh, Millionaire really quick. Yeah. I have to relive this. Sorry, guys. Roger Ebert said it's a triumph. To who wants to be a millionaire? Never get beyond sixteen thousand rupees. He's on ten million. What can our slum dog possibly know? He went on the show because I thought she'd be watching. She's my destiny. In a way, that trailer made more sense and had better, like, flow than the whole movie. Super deceiving, though. It makes it yeah. seem like the whole show revolves around, or the whole movie revolves around who wants to be a millionaire and this girl. Yeah, in really... actuality, the whole movie is like, he only knows the answers to these questions because his life sucks. Yeah. And, like, the girl was, like, a side character in her own life. <laughs> so, like, she wasn't even... She wasn't even the second most important character. They don't even show Salim really in there. I know. No, they don't. And he's like, he's a monstrous character. Salim is a dick. Oh my god, dude, dude, he was doing, dude, I like, I'm using. Salim was the hero, by the way. Dude, I'm using, I'm using wrestling terms here. The times he turned heel and face. Oh my god, he had to though. Constant back and forth. He was. He had to. He he embraced the slumdog life. If you were to take that movie and make it American, that would totally be like a, a Compton type situation, like an NWA type thing, where like Easy E was constantly the Salim, and you know they're all just trying to make it big. And then you have the the shitty TV show host who was uh, their manager, 
Like it, it's literally just straight out of Compton, just minus the cool <laughs> name. And terrible. You straight out of Compton got snubbed too. I didn't even realize these two were brothers until the mom got killed. Well, what that was one thing I was confused with too, because I was like, they don't explain that. I'm like, why are all these guys just like uh, if you're an, if you're Indian and you're watching, like you probably get it, but like others, like I was like, why are these guys attacking these people? <laughs> yeah, like what? Like the, there was parts was, where I was confused. There, there was a lot of parts where like they jammed too much shit in there. They, the the way that this should have flown, because they they set it all up about the show, right? Like I didn't even know right. he was being interrogated by the police. I didn't. I didn't know, know that were, either. I thought those were just mobsters who were trying to take his money. I got that in the very first part when he when the the bigger guys like interrogating him, and then he goes to put on his uniform, and you can actually see that it's like a uniform. I was like, holy crap! He's either military or police. Like this, this guy cheat. This guy cheated on a game show, and they're tying. They're they're putting uh, cables on his toes. <laughs> You know the the wildest thing to me though is like they tried to figure out that he was lying because he fed him the uh, the wrong answer and he went against that judgment and got the got the question right. That's what triggered the whole interrogation right. of him. So like the dude was being a dick and trying to get him to fail off the show, and because he knew the guy was going to be a dick to him. Oh he, yeah, the the, the not Regis Philbin. Yeah, the not Regis Philbin that says. <laughs> Yeah, like because like, he he knew that the guy was gonna be a dink and try and get him off the show, he chose otherwise, even though he didn't know the answer. I mean, that, that shit was so stupid. Like you had to know when he's like, "You're gonna be rich and famous, just like me." It's like, okay, this so you, this is clearly a lie, you egocentric prick. This is yeah, exactly. cl- like, yeah. dude, I I didn't even know who the highest scoring cricket player of all time was, but I knew it wasn't fucking me. <laughs> I knew, <laughs> knew it wasn't B. Yeah, that was brilliant. The fifty-fifty keeps it to B and one other. Oh, pff, done. Got yep. him. <laughs> that, that whole movie was a train wreck, and it it, it should have <coughs> been it should have been one angle or the other. And they tried to make it Slumdog Millionaire, kids in the slums, has a hard life, and you know everything he wants keeps getting yanked away from him. Yada yada yada. But also, he's a millionaire. Yeah. And yeah. also he he you know he's in love with a girl who just so happens to be alive. <laughs> it's like the bro- the brother dying was stupid. The the it's just the a girl... pile of cash in the bathtub. Yeah, but yeah. I think that that was like symbolic thing like he's paying his toll or something. If he left the fucking yeah. door unlocked and just popped them all one at a time, like if he left the door unlocked, he could have popped the guard with the fucking pillow. Like he got he the one earlier. guy he wanted to get though. Yeah, but he could have killed him and then walked away. Like it's like you could have got out of there. It, this whole movie was so bad; it wasn't good. And you know, if he went one, if the director went one way or the other, I think it could have been really good. Yeah. Instead, it was two hours of confusing yeah. anecdotal shit and like. Yeah. There was no. There was like literally no linear progression. Well, at I all. I I felt like every scene I was always questioning something what time like, like the, what time frame are we in like those people get attacked like yeah, and his mother di- and his mother dies or whatever and i'm like now this weird guy is showing up with bottles of coca-cola 
and the kids just go the kids just go with him yeah um which had kind of a rapey vibe yeah nothing's really explained so i'm like i'm left wondering i'm like what are these kids doing now i watched this with my roommate and i was like bro i i don't think you needed school or like a healthy society to know that you don't go with that dude (laughs) (laughs) yeah i don't know like, dude, like, I love, like, Coca-Cola in a glass bottle, but but still. <laughs> <laughs> There's a limit. There's a limit yeah. from who I'll take it from. Yeah. yeah. I, don't, I, I don't know. So, like, during this whole movie, too, there's, like, the constant theme that, like, Salim is, like, Jamal, I'm the elder now because mom is dead. I'm the one who decides. And Jamal, like, constantly goes against him, you know. But, like, the whole time, Jam- Salim's, like, uh, I'm making the decisions, and I saved your life, and this, that, and the other thing, and he always gets him in the trouble, and then Jamal always has to bail him out, and then, like, at, like, at the end, when they're, like, teenagers, they finally rescue the girl from this pervy guy, and then he kicks yeah. Jamal out of the room so he can sleep with her. <laughs> Knowing the only reason why they went back is because Jamal, like, is deeply in love with her. Yeah, well, yeah, he's all, he's all like, oh, I got a gun now, now, now leave. Yeah. Now go. <laughs> yeah, it's it, dude, it's just like the weirdest. Like none of it makes any sense. None of it does. No, literally I, none of it. I don't understand how this movie was even nominated for best film. Best best film, best film, <clears throat> best film. No, that's what I'm saying. It. I'm like not in not in 2008. No, I, I, it's a de- it's a decent flick. Take but, take this thing out of 2008 though, right? And yours it's still just like a very confusing two hour watch. Well, and, let's put it in 2007. What would it have gone against for best film? It would have gone against uh, Happy Feet. Oh, that's animated. Yeah, um, I feel like the year before like didn't have a lot. I, I could be wrong on that, but I can't. I can't think of too many movies on the. The top Departed, of like... The Departed, Babel, Letters from Iwo Jima, uh, Little Miss Sunshine, and The Queen. I don't think it's, it's yeah. weighing against those. There's also those like are... three hundred, like I Am Legend, like movies like that. The Last King of Scotland. Like I can't think. Okay, so we went one year before. Let's go one year after. Let's go to two thousand ten. Let's go to... 2009, I don't think it would have done it either. Film editing, what is best film? Best picture. Avatar came out that year. I don't think it had Avatar didn't even win. The Hurt Locker did. Blindside, District oh, wow. 9, Inglorious Bastards. Up. That's up. a good one, yeah. Yeah. So, Bro, like, this movie, in, not... in any year surrounding its release, shouldn't have won an Oscar. No, for at least for best screenplay. It, no, for best picture, best screenplay, bro. You want to talk about screenplays? It went against the heat. Name one scene of dialogue where this movie stood out. Can you can you name one dialogue scene where this movie stood out? Honestly, Probably no. not. There was no. no dialogue that was anywhere near halfway decent. It was all just. Uh, what are you I doing? like some of the back and forth that he has with the millionaire host, but like not because it's yeah. good, but because it's stupid. You know what I mean? Like he yeah. asked this. He asked the millionaire host if he's nervous. He's like, "Why would I be nervous? I'm not even the one answering the questions." He's like, "Oh yeah, sorry." Like it's just a stupid mm. piece of dialogue, and I'm like, "Well, you know, like I don't know." 
Yeah, I thought maybe the phone call at the end when he phoned a friend and it was her, I thought that was going to be good. Even that was like... I'm safe. I'm mm, safe. I didn't really... Yeah, I didn't buy it. It was like, oh, like she could have, she could have been like the the whole I never knew, should have been, boom. Like he knows, he knows the answer because she knows that he knows, and now we as the mm. audience should know that he knows. But it was just like, that's it. That's all you yeah. got. And then you think about, th- just think about the Dark Knight, the band, the the interrogation with the Joker and Batman. No one will ever forget that. You know, like. Heath Ledger Dude, dressed up as the Joker. The, mm, mm. Yeah. The opening scene of the Dark Knight alone. With, yeah, with like right. all the clown masks are and like they're breaking through the bank and all of them. And he's like, I have to kill the bus driver. And he's like, what? And then the bus driver backs in and, and runs the guy over. Like yeah, all of yeah. that stuff is so perfect. And it is so well acted. Well, it's well, just what... unbelievable to me that like this movie where some of the the dialogue is just really really hard to understand because it's it's essentially a foreign film. I, I even had I had the fucking subtitles. Yeah, I had the subtitles up, and I was still like, "Man, this is just terrible." Um, well, see, the acting's not. I don't think the acting's that bad in this. But you, but you're right in the fact that like I can't think of like a particular line or like maybe, maybe what Mike said, you know, other than that, I can't think of a, a scene that I like really like memorable to me. No. Yeah. And then you don't have, you don't have those in this movie really. I now, mean, if you're, if you're, here's where I think that like, if you're Indian and you're watching this, like I have a friend that's, that's Indian. And like, I did like the first episode of this podcast with her. Um, and, she said she told me or you know after i had watched it like how important like this film was for that for this for that country yeah, and for like that, and in that respect like i fully agree like this probably changed a lot for you know their film industry but this this is doesn't mean this it's is good not, you know this is not a southeast asia award show that it's won right this that night like, so like that's where i'm kind of caught in the middle because i'm like it i I respect that 100 percent. like yeah sure yeah it showed like it didn't show very fun times in india like people talk about let's go see the taj mahal and i thought that part was kind of cool where people would go to the taj mahal and it shows like that person showing you the taj mahal lives in shit like they, yeah. they're not living a yeah. good life and they're and stealing I, your shoes to sell them on the street to make money they sold those shoes yeah <laughs> Like but that, like I, that was pretty yeah. stuff like that is like good for people to be aware of and stuff. I, I get, I really do get that. Yeah, yeah. However, to the initial point though, this is this is the Oscars. This is right. the best film of the year, and right. this is going to go down in history as the most impactful, best overall film. To say that Slumdog Millionaire had the best screenplay is the grossest fucking overhype I've ever heard in my life. Slumdog Millionaire's yeah. banter. Might have been the most predictable, like horrible, written Dude, banter of all time. So you want to know how bad? This and it movie wasn't is. to people who haven't seen it. Just before Mike takes over, it wasn't in you know Indian. It was in English. It was spoken in English, and it wasn't translated out to be shit. It was actual dog shit. It was made to be English, and it was dog shit banter. Go ahead. So. 
my wife watched this movie when it first came out, and we watched the first half of it together, and she could not finish the movie. So I wow. broke it up. Yeah. We we watched the first <laughs> half of it together, and like in the very first opening scene, she was like, "Oh yeah, I forgot that they went to this. Uh, Who wants to be a millionaire?" Like, she watched this movie when it came out, and it was so not memorable that she didn't even remember that this this guy won his million dollars on Who Wants to Be a Millionaire. I I get that we're. You know, we're we're a little nerdy, right? Like we like that shit. Iron Man Dark Knight not not even being nominated for Best Picture is the biggest insult or best screenplay, mm. biggest insult ever. Yeah, because... and, and to go back to my original point, what the Dark Knight did for cinematography and set a standard for what a movie should be is so much more important to the movie industry in the United States mm, yeah. than, than empowering the Indian movie market with an Oscar win, in my opinion. And Chris, that's what I'm Chris saying. Nolan I, wasn't even nominated for Best Director. I, I know, and I think that's yeah. the biggest slap in the face. You know? Yeah, the fact that Danny Boyle... Like, there's like five different awards here, like listed award here. It's the Academy Awards being one of them included. Danny Boyle picked them all up. He won All 153 awards for this. They Wait, Slumdog uh, Millionaire won 153 awards. This movie was doo-doo butter. Literally, he was covered <laughs> in doo-doo butter. This movie was not good. It was if you're sitting down, you're like, I want a good movie. Let's look at the Oscar winners. This movie was garbage. Well you're, in compare in comparison to Oscar winners. Yeah. I'm going through, like, Oscar winners, like, with another friend of mine. So, like, uh, uh, this was one I eventually had to cross, eventually had to cross up. There's a lot of Oscar winners that are not good movies. Yep. Like, definitely not deserving. Well, like, I I don't think, this movie, it's, it's not a bad movie, but, like, it's to the point I think we've been making throughout the entirety of this episode here is that, I don't think it's Academy Award worthy, like, like it, it's it was built up to be. But politically, it won a lot. And I'm gonna say this again. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you guys but, have seen. Have, have you guys seen Life of Pi? I'm just gonna go yeah. back to this real quick. Yeah. So, if you guys have seen Life of Pi, they had 81 wins and 135 nominations total. Can you remember <laughs> a single scene that was impactful from that movie? Like just having seen it, however long ago. I mean the the tiger. And him that that was kind of impactful because you like, never saw stuff like that before, and it it opened the door to like the Revenant, and it opened the door to some other things. So I, I could I could but, relate with that a little bit. I, yeah. So like, the, but the tiger was just the chef. Like that's what I'm saying. So like, like <laughs> the tiger represented the chef, and the chef was going around killing everyone and eating them, and the kid had to find a way to separate himself from the chef, and that's like the whole premise of the movie. And like to me. It was more the graphics. It was more the graphics. But, I mean, you can kind of pull the graphics from the tiger and be like, cool, the Revenant. Right? Like, you can kind of link. It's not the most direct link, but you can kind of link that. You can't link link anything to Slumdog Millionaire to fucking anything else. But I will say, the Revenant has, like, a flow. It has great acting. It has an amazing story. Yeah. And and it's it's just a really delightful movie to watch, in my opinion. Like I might be wrong, but like that's like one of the few Oscar movies that I'm like, I, man, Leo deserved that. Honestly, yeah. I wouldn't be harping on the best 
film nominee thing so hard had the other categories been given a fair shake. There's no there's no realm that the the score here should have outweighed yeah any Wally Hans Zimmer's Batman Hans Zimmer man the screenplay the screenplay for Tropic Thunder is one of the best original screenplays of all time but because Robert Downey Jr was playing a black man they they were like right we, we can't we can't acknowledge this and it took all of them to put him in supporting actor because it's Robert Downey and he made Iron Man and they didn't want to put Iron Man in there so they put fucking Tropic Thunder I, I just don't like things that are done for political reasons. And like as you saw with all the controversy from the Oscars this year, it's literally just a big political mess. And I think that's where I stand with Oscar movies. Like, are the movies good? Probably. For the most part, most of the movies are good. It's but, 50-50. Yeah, but it's, yeah. it's so political. Like, it doesn't even need to be a good movie. It just needs to portray a certain message and like, oh, like right. that would that that drives you know social yeah. social stuff right now. So like that's gonna be it. Yeah, Black Panther being nominated for best film is case in point. Black Panther wasn't even the best Marvel movie and got nominated right. for an Oscar. Yep. Like Infinity War was Shattered better than me. Black Panther. Yeah. Infinity War and Black Panther came out in the same Infinity, season. Infinity War was like a world event. Like that it, was like gigantic, and, and the fact not, that, that neither day, of the two Avengers films that came out, Infinity War, and <coughs> got nominated for Best Ensemble Cast. Yeah. How fucking disgusting is that? Which is insane because yeah. Infinity War has like all the people, Oscar winner after Oscar winner, yeah. and, and, has and, all and, the people. Yeah. It it was disgusting. It, it Hollywood is so goddamn liberal that it's it's sickening. Like, and now they're starting to get called out on it, but like. Yeah, like just yeah, because well, it happened in this Oscar season, stuff starting to happen. But like the problem is, at the end of the day, it's a private organization, so they don't have to change and they don't have to care about public opinion because it's private. Oh well, no one's gonna watch the Oscars going forward. Oscars are done. I don't think so. Yeah, people are done. You, you know do, how low their are, viewership was. Yeah, but like there are betting lines in Vegas on the Oscars, like. Yeah, you're crazy if you take those. Vegas obviously knows who's rigged. Like, this is rigged. This is not... We, we agree yeah. now, right? This is rigged. This is rigged. Yeah, Some, something going rigged. on here. <laughs> like, even looking back here, The Dark Knight is one of the greatest movies to this day. And it... Titanic. <laughs> it couldn't even Dark win... Night. It couldn't yeah. even win any of its original categories other than Heath Ledger won as the Joker. Like, and... Yeah, but, but, but I think that was sympathy... <clears throat> no, he, dude, he earned it. I mean, he earned it, but like, do you think if he hadn't died, he still would have got it? Yeah, I don't think so. Yeah, I think he it was a major. I think he would have been in the running. I he would have been in the running, but I don't think he would have yeah. won. The runner-up was fucking Downey, and Downey wasn't even close. Yeah, even Downey said he's like, um, he did a podcast with Joe Rogan where they talked about that, and he's like. You know, you went up against Heath Ledger. He's like one of the greatest performances of all time. I went mm. against, so he wasn't winning. And dude, you think about it too. The Robert Downey Tropic Thunder was great, right? His, and he I've always, I've always wondered what they do here, right? Because Robert Downey's Tropic Thunder was great. It was arguably one of the greatest comedic 
performances we've ever seen, right? Mm. We can agree. Maybe not the best, but arguably one of the best. His Iron Man was so fucking good, and he didn't get nominated for Iron Mm. Man. Dude, comic book movies are snake bit because because yeah. the, uh, the Oscar panel does not but, like. But Heath Ledger got a Joker nom. Yeah. Could you but imagine he did the Joker in in such a different direction? That's the that's the most different Joker I think you'll ever see. It was the most original. That's for fucking sure. Right. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. And then the but... new like I don't even remember the... that guy's name. Bringing it back to this movie, though. Let's bring it back to the movie, yeah. This movie was a mess. The And I'm going off of the Oscar categories that it won. The score was okay. Right? They used a it's lot very of... Regional. I, very I didn't regional. Remember, I didn't remember anything besides, like, that random dance at the end on the train station. <laughs> I literally don't remember anything, like, like song-wise besides yeah. that, which no, I was like... Why did they have an end credit dance scene? Because that's, like, that's... I'm like, that's an Indian thing, I think. Yeah, it's a Middle Eastern thing. They, yeah. they do that all the time. That's, well, notice how when, it, yeah. when they did Aladdin at the end, they did the dance and everything. That wasn't because it's Aladdin in a Disney movie. It's because that's Middle Eastern culture. They do the dances and yeah, all yeah. that. But I, I totally want to take that scene and dub over uh, with The Greatest Showman <laughs> <laughs> and put that this in the background. The Greatest Show. <laughs> <laughs> because, I, bro, I watched that, John, and I laughed so hard because I knew you were going to be the one to bring it up. <laughs> but, like, when you look at – let's just say that, for example's sake, all the, the, the categories they've won for Oscars, we have score, directing, editing, cinematography, and uh, screenplay. I don't think they did a really good job in any of them except you can make the argument because of the music the score i don't think the screenplay was good i think the screenplay was choppy and there wasn't any good dialogue i don't think the editing was superb i mean their their dialogue boxes when they were speaking their native language was like something that you and i could do on a tablet none of the acting categories had a nomination nope i didn't think i think the only one that maybe deserved one was Kid Jamal. Kid Jamal was... The child good. acting was actually... Was good. Really good in this. Yeah. I just didn't... I didn't think any of them were really good um, actors. Uh, but they they are good actors because you've seen a few of those faces. Like, the inspector was in Jurassic Park. You've seen Jamal yeah. and a few other... Like, they, they are good actors. But, like, the, this movie wasn't good in that sense. The directing was... when i say directing i think of directors as people who are like the ringleader the coach that keeps the movie flowing in the right direction (laughs) keeps you know the scenes together yeah nothing was well done nothing was was well put together it was a giant mess and the cinema cinematography was garbo if we're gonna be honest like this movie jumps back and forth in time so much it it was almost giving me nausea because like i had no idea (laughs) at what part of the movie I was supposed to be at. And then, like, by the time you figure out what they're jumping back to and when they're jumping back from, like, by the time you figure out, you're like, oh, the movie's done. Well, you realize that, like, this... He's telling this inspector his... This inspector has all the time in the world to listen to his life story. That's what he was... That's that's exactly what he was telling. Yeah. 
Like, but it, like, was, it, was, but it was all in regards to the question, like, how do you know which president is on the $100 bill? And he's like, oh, yeah. because I, I went down to the kid beggars and I was trying the, to find the, someone. The blind kid told me. Well, that was the kid that they that they burned his yeah, eyes. Yeah, that that surprised me. I was like, well, when they were blinding those kids' eyes, I like I was lit. I literally wrote down, "What the fuck is happening right now?" Dude, <laughs> like, it was insane. Like, I, yeah. I, I don't know if that's a thing or not, but like to actually disable kids so that they get more. Tips, that that, that or, was disturbing. Or yeah. to steal babies and have the little girls carry around babies so that they can earn more money. Like it was just like it was crazy. Yeah, like, when he was when he was holding that baby and he's like, "Oh, I'll drop her." I'll draw. I was actually like, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> As a kid. Hold on. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, there was a lot of stuff going on in this movie. It's just like, I like. Plus, nothing, I, not a lot is explained. Right. And yeah. I like. Oh, nothing I like movies. Yeah. I like movies where they go back and they're like, look at this past part of this person's life to understand where he is now. I like movies like that. This movie yeah. was nauseating how quickly it went in and out of reality. It went back and forth so frequently. Like, and I think it would have been better. I'm not, again, give me $200 million. I have ideas and I can make you a blockbuster film. I'm, I'm pretty million. confident. Give me $15 million. I could do some of these stupid fucking movies like Office Space. I got this. But well, the, the, the whole premise behind the show should have been how you drove this movie. Instead, they tried to drive it by using the show, by using the love interest, by using his childhood, by using, you know, his brother. You chose too many different angles to drive the story forward. There was actually a part where I was, I was like starting to wonder if the whole who wants to be a millionaire sequence actually happened because like these, the questions were specifically surrounding like his childhood. Yeah. Like I'm wondering, I'm like, did this actually happen, or is it just some when dream he's having to find, you know, to find this girl that he wants to be with? When the twenty million dollar question popped up on the screen, I was like, I felt like Leo in fucking uh, that Quentin Tarantino movie. I was like, Leo, <laughs> there it is, there it is. Yeah, that was so <laughs> fucking dumb. So I think we can agree that this movie was not a banger. This movie was like maybe, maybe good, not great. I think if you watched the trailer and then you went to the movie, you would have been so pissed off. Yeah, I, I think I just figured out. I think I just figured out this movie. This is <laughs> one of those movies where like you're in high school and your teacher's like, "There's this revolutionary movie. You guys need to watch it and then write like a two-page essay on what you thought about the movie." <laughs> like and, the and, color and, purple. <laughs> yeah. So like it's I feel like it's one of those movies. Yeah, well I, I think and I, I think, think that's what, why I hate it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I I think what really made it a surprise for me is just the fact I literally did not know anything about it besides like the the millionaire part. So I I mean I don't think it's a bad movie. Uh, will I, I watch will I watch it again? Likely not. I watched it twice. I gave it a second chance before I came on here. Yeah. And I feel like it apart. you do this. You do this frequently. You always give it a second chance. If I'm going to rip a movie apart, I'm going to make sure I, I gave it a second chance first. Yeah. And I, I, they have $7 of my hard-earned money on Amazon now because I rented it twice. And if you're watching this anywhere, 
don't fucking do it. Just don't do it. Watch the trailer and just say you saw it. Just say you saw it. You'll get a better idea of what the movie's about if you watch the trailer. Movies, the movie should have been like a huge cultural enlightenment. It really should have been, but it turned out to be absolute dog shit. Like the movie, the movie's gross, dude. Like let, let's, why are we mixing words? The movie's gross. Is it, a, it like the the music's great? The background to like how terrible being a kid in poverty driven India is. It, the the enlightenment is great to understand that, but. Like pick a pick a fucking narrative, bro. Like you have eight narratives going on. Pick one because this movie sucked. The movie was terrible. I'd rather watch The Gray again than watch this one. <laughs> oh, and oh, I hated The Gray. Wow, that's, that's a statement. I'd rather watch The Gray again and and try and watch it from the lens that we talked about in the last podcast, which by the way you should watch on YouTube or Spotify. Um, The Gray, uh, but. He, he, the lens through the gray now, I have a different perspective. Can we agree that there's no different perspective? We all got the perspective of the kid grew up from rags, actual rags, living in shit, and won a game show by by chance of his childhood misery. And by the way, we still haven't figured at the out cost of his brother, too, by the way. At the cost of his brother. Well, this is all, all to be with the girl he's been chasing after since... Since they were in rags. Since, since and they what are they yeah. going to do? They're going to go live in India, which is like it, painting from from the. I said that poorly, but like painting from the picture of the movie, like living in India would be the last place I'd want to live. Uh, if you had a million bucks. Yeah, like mm. if I had a million rupees, I'd cash in and move to America, Britain, anywhere but where the fuck I am, because everyone's trying to kill him. It seems like. Yeah. I like there was yeah, which I which it. I still have the unanswered question: Why did those people go after? <laughs> like I feel like I have to when I have to look something up like that after the fact. I'm like, oh, all right, that's a red flag. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. they should have they should have they should have yeah. typed something out like, oh, like on this day something like it should have felt like like an event. Like it should like something should have been written there. Some sort of like for the viewer to say, "Hey, all right, this is happening," Other, but like not me going, "Why did that happen?" You know, why did his mom die? Like, what happened here? Like I said, they had to pick a narrative. They couldn't, but they won an Oscar, and I'm sitting here in my fucking bedroom doing a podcast. <laughs> yeah, like like I'm looking it up here. There was it was they should have typed this out. There was a bunch of riots in Bombay. And that's I didn't even know where they were, by the way, for half the movie. And then they were like, oh, we got to get out of Bombay. Well, I didn't know if they were were in Mumbai and Bombay. They don't really distinguish. They they were in both, by the way. Yeah. But you never really, like, they they just didn't do a good job. Like, I just, for what it's worth, best director? Hello? You couldn't even set the set. You couldn't even set the location. Like, you you should have set, like, in that part, you should have, like, typed out, like, December, like I'm really reading off here. December 1992, and Bombay, I feel like, Bombay, India. I feel like and it's, it's okay like, to oh, rip okay. this. Like if we rip this movie apart in 2008, 2009, 2010, people would be like, "Yeah, we'll just just wait. <coughs> it's gonna age very well." You know what? I bet you I could go out in the streets and be like, "Hey, have you seen Slumdog Millionaire?" To ten people, and ten people will probably said no. That's where the difference is in the point that we've been making throughout this episode. Like, oh, you seen The Dark Knight? Of yes. course I have. Of course I have. Yeah. You seen you seen Slumdog Millionaire? 
Exactly. Like, I, I feel like I bet you kids, kids like twelve to seventeen, have no idea what that movie is. That's very possible. But if you tell them, ask them Dark Knight. You ask them Inglorious Bastards. You ask them Avatar. You ask them even like uh, these movies are terrible. How do you win an Oscar for not even being remembered ten years later? That's what I'm saying. Mm. Uh, politics. Yeah, fucking liberals ruining Hollywood. Like it's one thing to to be liberal and like have movies that you know show your opinions, but to corruptly win based off of that. Like, that's not what this award show should be yeah. about. And I'll never watch the Oscars again. And if anyone ever brings up the point that this won an Oscar, great. You know what else won an Oscar? Slumdog Millionaire. <laughs> Worst movie <laughs> ever. Yeah. True. And it's only, I'm only so angry at it because it wasn't a great movie and it won an Oscar. It, it won eight Oscars, mm. which is yeah. bullshit. Because the Dark insane, Knight, man. Iron Man... Wanted, wanted got robbed of fucking sound editing. Oh, true, um, yeah. And it it rigged a category because it had two of the three nominations in a category. What fucking category only has three nominations? And how do you have two original songs in one fucking movie? I, I'll rest my case here. The Dark Knight is a nine on IMDb, and Slum Dogs an eight. The people, <coughs> William Knife Man. Oh. <laughs> the Dark Knight Forever. The fact, the fact that the Dark Knight didn't win doesn't that's, just bother that's, me. That's criminal. I, I'll say. It, I'll say it right now. That's like, cruel. It's the fact that it wasn't nominated. <laughs> can, can you name? Can we'll just do this one? That's too. why. Can you name a scene that the the cinematography was so outstanding in Slumdog Billionaire? Because mm. again, going back to the Dark Knight. The the scene at the end with the fucking the panning back and forth to all the characters and the coin toss and then mm. him jumping off and saving, you know, the kid like that scene alone or even the, the underpass fight scene well, with the I cards. Think, I think of like the Hong Kong sequence. Yeah. Like when, he's cabled, when he's cabled to the plane. <laughs> Unreal. Like, yeah, about I'm like, that's cool. Cinematography. Hello. I think the only scene that actually had like good cinematography was the scene when Jamal and the game show host were talking in the bathroom. That was like the yeah. only best A to B conversation that was that was the only good mm. one in the whole movie. And it sets up like a pivotal point in the movie. You know, so like that part was the like so like what that two and a half minute section of dialogue was the only part yeah. in this movie that was even worth it. I mean, the game show host had the best acting in the entire movie when he was trying to convince him to go from D to B. Yeah, I know, right? That was the yeah. best acting in the entire <laughs> fucking movie. Host, not the Australian great cricketer. Yeah, that was, that was the best. Uh, like, honestly, if you haven't seen this movie, you're missing nothing. You're missing <laughs> nothing. There's, there's nothing that you have to worry about because this movie gives you nothing. If you have two hours to kill and five bucks burning a hole in your wallet, there you go. Go bowling. Yeah. Yeah, go yeah, go bowling. Go go rent the dark night. <laughs> <laughs> I I just like th- this movie confirmed. None of the actors me. none of the actors really paid off like too much afterwards. 
like uh, like the main actor, like Dev Patel. You know what his next movie was? The Last Airbender. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think the one the one that did the most is probably Irfan Khan, the inspector, because he did. He eventually went on to do Jurassic World. Yeah, but he, like I said, he also did Life of Pi, which is another Oscar movie. He did that too. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, none of these. I mean, the the girl did Immortals, <coughs> Planet of the Apes. That's true. Oh, I forgot. Yeah, she wasn't. She wasn't she was right. Mowgli. Yeah. She's she, she did all right. Dec- yeah, she's done some decent movies. She might have um, done maybe the best out of everybody. Yeah, she. She did uh, all right. She does a good movie every two or three years. <laughs> Um, She's very selective because of Slumdog Millionaire. She has the right to be, be selective. I just thought that <laughs> movie was fucking buns. On to the next, bro. Get me out of that fucking movie. That movie is terrible. <laughs> On to the next. Fuck Oscars. Anyone who ever brings up Oscars to me ever again, I'm just going to be like, Slumdog Millionaire won eight of nine. <laughs> so, if the, so if the next episode happens to be an Oscar winner, we're going to tread super lightly. <laughs> Or super deep, like there's only yeah. two ways. Yeah, we'll see. All we'll right. see what we end up with the next episode. Um, but yeah, all right. So we'll we'll close it off here. Start to close it off here. All right. So on the scale of one to ten, you know, one being the the porta potty dive, and then <laughs> ten be then then ten being the winning the twenty million rupees. Uh, what would you give Slumdog Millionaire? I mean, I'd give it a two. A solid... Dude, that's... All right, you guys are... <laughs> a solid 1.9. Tough crowd, guys. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and only because, like, there were some parts, like, where the kid jumped in the poop and still got the autograph. Man, I was laughing. And then the other parts, <laughs> I was laughing. I was laughing because, like, the dialogue was either so bad or I just didn't know what the hell was going on. I was laughing, you know, like... And I didn't really uh... see this as a dramatic movie. I saw it as a comedy. Really? That movie's a hard three. Hard three. Oof. Maybe, I'm, maybe four. I'm gonna say seven. Ugh. I didn't think it was that bad. I I despise this movie. <laughs> based based on the areas we talked about before, con- the screenplay was terrible. Right? We agreed the screenplay was buns. Yeah. We agreed that the cinematography was nothing special, if if it was good at all. Uh, the acting was there any? Uh, the direction was all over the place. I, I honestly have a hard time outside of the cultural effects of India and poverty. I, I don't. This movie is forgettable. Yep, I agree on every point. Yeah, I I saw it as a decent movie, but not in the Oscar sense. That that was highway oh, robbery. Oh no. yeah, that was high, yeah. yeah. That I agree on. That yeah. was, hey, you know, India made a decent movie. Let's let's throw him a bone. Yeah. And it caught. It was arguably one of the the biggest years for superhero films of all time. This this two thousand eight had two superhero movies that kickstarted a lot, <laughs> like the whole Christopher Nolan Batman franchise. All that, of the Marvel stuff, really. Oh, uh, that started the MC. The the MCU started that year. Yeah, yeah, 
and honestly, those two movies are top ten all time comic book films, and I would argue yeah. they're top fifty all time films. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Sure. I, I, I think the dark the Dark Knight is probably a top twenty five all time film. I agree. Yeah, no, the, that's definitely up there. But so it makes me it, feel a little better that Avatar lost though too. I don't think Avatar is a good movie. I love I, Avatar. I think, I think when cool. Avatar came out, it was it was nice, but it wasn't perfect like everyone still yeah. hypes today like james cameron's on the fucking avatar's the greatest <laughs> bro yeah I, I i really enjoy avatar as a movie but i can understand why it wouldn't win an oscar there's a lot to it yeah it, it just makes me feel a little better knowing how prejudiced the goddamn screen actors guild is while you guys are talking i'm getting the wheel ready for the next year i'm gonna shorten the years on this one i'm gonna go i'm gonna go 1991 yeah i I feel like diving into the 80s we're kind of like we're kind of like yeah a lot of that stuff is before our time too so the 80s were were hit or miss i feel like diving into the 90s is all right so the wheels the wheels gonna look look a little smaller this time around unless of course it's the running man (laughs) labyrinth (laughs) All right, so now we're going to spin that wheel, see what year we end up with for the next episode. 94. 94. Oh, you're close, George. Oh, 95. All right, right. right, let's do it. So next episode, you can't beat the classics. It'll be a movie from the year 1995. I'll end it there. See you guys next episode. Bye. Bye.